0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to eat again. It really is. Once upon a time, there was a woman who was in competition with another woman. The other woman, Penina. This man had two wives, Elkanah, and one of them was Hannah, the other Penina. Penina was fruitful, Hannah was not. Penina would make fun of Hannah and say, I have what you do not. I have kids. You're barren. I have what you do not. And she would ridicule, she would taunt Hannah because of what she lacked. Even when they were en route to church, can you believe that? They would go to the tabernacle and even en route when they would arrive there, Penina would again pick on Hannah. To such a degree, I'm reading from 1 Samuel chapter one, verse six and seven. Penina would taunt Hannah and make fun of her. Because she had no children. And year after year, this is not a one-day bullying ridicule. This happened year after year. It was the same. Penina would taunt Hannah as they would go to the tabernacle. And each time, Hannah would be reduced to tears and would stop eating. It's time to eat again. And in order to eat again, we need a fresh revelation of how to respond to taunting spirits. The spirit of Penina still lives. What does that mean? Your mistake likes to make fun of your miracle. The pathetic will always harass the prophetic. The past likes to threaten the future. The nightmare will always taunt the dream. If you have great purpose in your life, you will have to confront taunting spirits. There comes a moment where the doubters and the skeptics and the the ridicule and the taunt will arrive to discourage you. To such degree that hannah stopped doing what was necessary to stay healthy she stopped eating she stopped doing what was necessary to a great degree in america and around the world this COVID 19 pandemic has prompted many to stop doing what what we were doing and to it's this circle and this cycle of fear the panina of fear that is prompting people, metaphorically and prophetically speaking, to stop eating. There are people that are just so enveloped in the crisis, in the circumstance. Can you imagine that external forces have the power to stop you from being you? And you are in the bubble of depression and of self-pity and of perpetual victimization. And Penina is going, ah-ha-ha, I have what you do not have. And Hannah stopped. It's, but I'm here to tell you from Genesis to Revelation hmm, that every single taunting spirit at the end of the day has to pay the piper. Oh, I can prove it. Goliath was taunting the Israelites. Guess what happened to him? Jezebel was tempting the prophets of God, taunting and ridiculing and making fun of, and guess what happened to her? Tobias and Sambalot, they were taunting and speaking ill of Nehemiah. Guess what happened to them? Herod was taunting Jesus. Guess what happened to him? What am I telling you? I'm here to tell you, let not your heart be troubled. Whatever right now is taunting you, your dream, your family, your walk in Christ, you need to hold on to a promise the God that we serve will one day set a table right there for you in the presence of your enemies our God will prepare a table for you in the presence of taunting and ridiculing spirits what did Hannah give birth to inevitably to whom the prophet Samuel do you hear Peninnah's kids reference somewhere in the hall of fame of faith? Nope. Do you hear her children and her descendants somehow elevated in the stratosphere? No. But Samuel, one of the most important prophets in Scripture. What does that mean for you and I? The best antidote to silence the ridicule is to give birth to something greater. Let me repeat that. The best antidote, if you want to silence the peninus in your life, give birth to something greater. I don't know if you believe what I'm going to believe right now, but even I believe that we're about to see what, first of all, your barren season is coming to an end. Let me repeat that. Your barren season is coming to an end. When Christ is the Lord of your life, when you are born again, when you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, you can't be barren forevermore. Your barren season will come to an end. You will spiritually give birth to greater things. Are you with me? Get ready because your Samuel is coming. And the God. The God who calls you, 1 Thessalonians 5, 24, is faithful to do it. Isaiah 54, verse one has a powerful promise for those that are barren. This is what the Bible says. Sing and shout, even though you have never had children, because the Lord has promised you that you will have more children than someone who has been married for a long time. I need you to hold on to God's promises and believe with me. That your Samuel, the birth of your Samuel, will silence the ridicule and the taunting forevermore. We need a fresh revelation in order how to respond to taunting spirits. In order to eat again, we need a fresh revelation of prophetic prayer. This is what she did. This is Penina. Penina looks at Hannah and says, you have nothing. I have everything you want and you have nothing. And she would taunt her. And then... Something wild happened. Hannah is crying. She stopped eating. Her husband, her husband, what a question. Verse eight, her husband goes to Hannah. Why aren't you eating? Why are you depressed? This is what he said, quote, are you depressed because you can't have children? There are certain questions that husbands should avoid. That's one of them. He literally asked, are you depressed? One version says, are you downhearted? Are you down on yourself because you can't have children because you're barren? Isn't that crazy? So this is what happened. Hannah hears this. She has Penina taunting her, her husband asking the most outrageous questions. So what does Hannah do? She stands up and she prays. She begins to pray. She goes to church. She begins to pray. And when she begins to pray, she prays like this. Oh, Lord of heaven's armies, look upon my sorrow, answer my prayer, and give me a son. If you give me what I'm asking you, I will give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime. And as a sign that he has been dedicated to the Lord, his hair will never be cut. She said, look at me. This is pretty powerful. So she prayed. She prayed. Matter of fact, she was praying in such a way that here's the pastor. Watch this. She already has Penina taunting her. Her husband doesn't understand her. And now the pastor, the priest, Eli, he's here, right there, listening to her pray. But nothing's really coming out of her mouth that makes sense. So the pastor falsely accuses her. Boy, get this, Penina, husband, and now the pastor. And the pastor says, hey, you're drunk. You're praying like you're drunk. You must be drunk get away from the wine wow she was just praying in a way that he did not understand but it made sense to God your prayer if other people think that your prayer is within the confines of what is normal you may not be praying hard enough you need to start praying some crazy prayers that'll prompt certain people to question your sanity here's a normal prayer Lord I need you to save my family member who is lost. That's a normal prayer. But when you go cuckoo for Cocoa Puff and you say, Lord, please forgive me, but I just don't want you to save that one person. I want you to save, oh, by the end of this year, all of my cousins, all of my aunties, all of my uncles, all of my sons and daughters. You know what, Lord? Erase that prayer. Now, my mistake, my bad. I just don't want you to save them. I want you to save them and their children and their children's children and their children's children's, (laughs) Lord. How about that? Not only them, but their neighbors, all their Facebook followers, all their Instagram followers, all their co-laborers or co-workers. That's an outrageous prayer. I need your prayer to remove the lid off your face. I need you to pray like Hannah. I need you to pray where people start questioning your sanity. Don't pray religious prayers. Pray for crazy things. I'm not asking, when I'm asking God, I refuse to pray just for new season. I'm not asking God to bless our church. I'm asking God to bless every church in America and every church around the world. Thine kingdom come. Thine will be done. Some people are praying right now. This is what they're praying for. I'm going to tell you a different way to pray. Certain Christians with great due deference, you'll get upset with me. In California, we're all around the world. Certain people are praying for the judgment of God to fall upon governmental leadership because they're holding Christians back from worshiping. I'm not making that prayer. I'm not. That's not my prayer. I'm going to tell you how Pastor Sam prays. Lord, I want you to I want you to fill our leadership in government with the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, I want you to show up in the middle of the night, and I want you to show the governor. I want you to show the mayor of every city that Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord, I don't want to see judgment. I want to see the governor lifting up the name of Jesus. I want to see the mayor lifting up the name. I want to see the president calling upon the name of the Lord. Lord, I don't want hellfire. I want the grace and the power of Jesus to saturate every life. That's a crazy prayer you're drunk, you're drunk, you're drunk, throw away your wine, it makes no sense, it may sound crazy to you, but not to God, let me tell you how we should be praying right now, in order for us to eat again, we need to learn how to pray prophetically, we need to learn how to pray in the spirit, let me repeat that, we need to learn to pray in the spirit, Ephesians 6, 18, if you're taking any notes, good luck with that, number one, pray in the spirit. Praying at all times in the Spirit of all prayer and supplication, capital S. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to pray in the Holy Spirit. Now, this may be, some people may not get this, but you will. Praying in the Spirit is not, when Samuel prays in the Spirit, it's not Samuel's ideas. It's not my concepts. I'm not praying based on my need or the needs of my loved ones or my church or my community. When I pray in the Spirit is when I pray, Lord, you know things that I don't know. So I'm going to tap into your presence, and I'm going to be a vehicle by which your spirit will pray through me. Use my mouth, use my heart, use this mind, and pray through me. You need to start praying in the Holy Spirit. I said we need a church that prays in the Holy Spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, we're living in some very difficult, precarious times. We don't need more churches. We need more churches that pray in the Holy Spirit. Pray with the language from heaven. It's not weird. It makes you wired. It is powerful when you pray in the Holy Spirit. It is powerful when you're filled with the Spirit and you pray in the Spirit. It is powerful. Listen, I got news for you. When you pray in the Spirit, there's not a demon in hell or a devil on earth. That can grab a hold and try to hold back the heavenly language that activates the fullness of the promises of God. Pray in the spirit. Number two, pray without stopping, without ceasing. Pray until 1 Thessalonians 5 17. You need to pray until hell lets go of your family. Pray until the doctor confirms the miracle. Pray until your dream becomes a reality pray until every liar of the enemy is proven wrong pray until the old man is forever crucified pray until your haters see you bless. pray until you look, love, and live like Jesus pray continuously the third, pray believing number 3 Mark eleven twenty four. here it is this is the kind of church the world needs right now a praying church these are the kind of Christians you need to be praying right now just like Hannah in order to eat again Mark eleven twenty four. 24, let me read it. Therefore, I tell you, Jesus speaking, watch this. The wording is critical. Whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it. And it will be yours. You missed it. Please do your biblical due diligence right now. Get on your phone. Make sure I'm not making this up. Mark eleven twenty four. 24. Therefore, Jesus says, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it. Not that you will receive it. Believe that you already have received it. If you act like you already have it, it will be yours. You missed it. The moment you get up from those things, get up and start walking like you already have what you prayed for. Talk like it's already yours. Believe like it's already yours. You need to walk around like it's already yours. You need to behave like it's already yours. You need to really believe in that. Let, let me give you a quick little story of something that just happened this morning, and we're going to put it in the right context here. This, this when, when I, many years ago, many, many moons ago, the Lord gave Pastor Samuel a word when he was 14 years of age. When he was 15, 16, 17, 18, he would repeat it. There's a young lady here who witnessed it. Samuel Rodriguez, you're going to pray for presidents. 14 15 16 17 18 my wife witnessed it. she was there pray for presidents the president of the ymca the president of what pray for presidents kings and leaders that was the word crazy and the moment i received that word there came a time that i started acting my swag reflected the word i received from heaven so I, I, I started dressing, talking, thinking, acting, behaving like I was a prophet praying for presidents. I wasn't even there yet. I couldn't even spell White House, never been to the White House, but I acted and behaved like it's already mine. I'm all to pray for presidents. I'm going to pray for presidents. I'm going to pray for presidents. I'm praying for presidents. I'm praying for... I, Samuel Rodriguez, what do you do? I pray for presidents. I pray for presidents. I pray for presidents. That's why what happened this morning is so critical. Last night, I was playing basketball with my son Nathan. I beat him two games. I was about to beat him game number three. I'm just saying, I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying, there was fire. It was just fire yesterday. And it was landing. And all of a sudden, I saw my phone was being interrupted constantly on my Bluetooth, on my playlist. And it was constant. I looked at Nathan and said, what is going on? We came out of the basketball game, and I was flooded. With calls now, let me give a disclaimer. By the grace of God, I've had the privilege of praying and, and, and participating with three administrations. So, in this church, we don't do politics. We don't. We, we we're not we're not we're not married to donkeys or elephants. We worship the Lamb of God, who is the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. We're Christians. We're Christians in this church. By the way. We have both Republicans and Democrats. We don't hate each other because when we wake up in the morning, we're not Republicans and Democrats and Independents first. We are children of the living God, washed by the blood of Jesus, where Christ is the Lord of all. And we don't permit, we don't permit politics or elections to divide what the Spirit of God has united. We're not naive, we're not immature. We're not politically driven. We are prophetically driven. And then yesterday I get this call from the White House. And the call was, Pastor Samuel, we've been looking for you. And we've been trying to reach you. Pastor Samuel, we want to inform you that the president, the current occupant of the White House, his brother passed away. And I went, I am so sorry. Well, Pastor Sam, that's why we're calling you. Because the president and the first family would love to be ministered to by you and UCS. Oh, you missed it. When I was 14 years old in Allentown, Pennsylvania, God told me presidents, and I started walking like it, talking like it, praying like it. I don't know if you're getting this right now. I got a word from heaven that prompted me to walk like I already had it. The moment you act like it's yours, it will be yours. The moment you act like it's yours, it will be yours. I need you to stand up, open up your mouth, and declare it's already mine. By faith, it's already mine. By faith, it's already mine. By faith, it's already mine. mine. Believe it. Like it walk in it, and this morning we gathered at four o'clock in the morning and we screamed at five o'clock in the morning. And then again, not political because anyone who has a loss, his brother passed away. I don't care what we you know. What was beautiful this morning? On stage, we had Republicans and Democrats praying for a person who lost a loved one, because that's humanity, and it's beautiful. And it's not political, it's prophetic. And it comes from the heart of God. You need to pray like you have it. Pray in the name of Jesus. John 14, 13, pray like a child of God, not like a beggar, Matthew 6, 9. We need a praying church. We need a generation that is more obsessed with praying than with posting. Let me repeat that. We need a a generation that is more obsessed with praying than with posting. We need a generation that instead of scrolling on Facebook and on Instagram and Reels and TikTok, Reels is just TikTok, and doing all of that, we just need a generation that when everything falls apart, gets on their knees and declares the promises of God and ushers in. There's a prayer revival coming. I'm here to tell you that if there's something the enemy attacks, it's your prayer life. Why is the Lord talking about prayer? Because prayer is the Wi-Fi that connects you to heaven. Prayer is the Zoom call with the presence of God. Hannah was emotionally broken, and yet she prayed. Your circumstance does not take away your ability to pray. You can pray in pain as long as you pray with purpose. There it is. In order to eat again, final point, we need a fresh revelation of shalom. Watch this. This is the priest, the pastor, Eli. She turns around and says, I'm not drinking. Read it. She says, not only am I not drinking wine, I'm not doing hard liquor. I'm not making that up. That's actually in there. That's so cool. Not wine. I'm not doing hard liquor. I'm praying from here. I'm praying from my pain. I'm praying for my anguish, she says. I'm praying for my sorrow. You don't understand it because you don't have what I have. You can only pray like me if you have, if you've been through what I've been through. So don't judge me based on what you've heard or not heard. I'm praying from here. Some people can't understand you because they don't know what you've been through they don't understand what you overcame that's why they don't understand your praise and your worship and your prayer life and your Jesus walk and you walk around with so much faith and tenacity and they think that you're like one of those Jesus freaks, which you are but they don't really get it they don't understand that you've been through a journey that you survived stuff that other people did not survive that you overcame stuff that other people did not overcome now watch this the pastor, the priestess. oh if that's the case If that's the case, let me give you a word. I speak shalom. Not only do I speak shalom, may the Lord God of Israel grant you what you just prayed for. He gave her a word. Oh, no, no, no. This is so cool. The pastor gave her a word. This is, somebody came in agreement with her prayer. Oh, you missed that. Somebody came in agreement over a prayer that had spiritual authority. So this is what she does. I'm sorry, you said you come in agreement and shalom. The Bible says she stood up. She began to eat again. Oh, read it. And her sadness went away, period. Oh, you didn't get that. No, no, no. She didn't stop, she didn't start eating when Samuel was born. There was no Samuel yet. All she had was a word. Oh, just a word. No, just one word. Just one word. Prompted her to change absolutely everything. I'm here to tell you, why are you here? Why are you streaming? Because there's a word with your name on it. There's a word. You may not have your Samuel yet, but you have a word. You have what you need to get up again. You have what you need to shake off the dust. You you have what you need to tell the devil you are a liar. You have what you need to come out of fear, come out of anxiety, come out of depression. You have a word. You're saying, Pastor Sam, what's my word? (laughs) Boy, do you have a word. What's my word? Oh, you have a word. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the Word was God. If Jesus is the Lord of your life, you have a Word that will never go away. If you have a Word upon your family, upon your home, upon your marriage, upon your health, upon your dream, upon your destiny, I need you to get up right now and act like you have a Word. Praise. Praise like you have a Word. Worship like you have a Word. Pray like you have a Word you have a word all she had was a word all she had that's all you need to get up you don't need to see your Samuel to eat again all you need is a word a promise from heaven and we have the word and through his spirit that word is inside of us I'm here to tell you stand with me, you already are If you're at home, I'm going to encourage you to stand right there where you're at, your living room, wherever you're at, your bedroom, right now next to the poolside, wherever you're at. If you're driving, please do not stand up right now. Things will become awkward like this. But stand. I'm going to tell you why I'm encouraging you to stand. Because it's time to eat again. Collectively, as as humanity... Even as a church, we stop eating. We stop doing what we need to do in order to stay healthy, in alignment. Because we permitted taunting spirits, be it Penina, or be it the lack of understanding of Elkanah, or be it the judgmental spirit of Eli. We permit decrees and declarations of others to dictate our appetite. Are you hungry? Are you hungry for the presence of God? Are you hungry for a closer closer relationship with Jesus? Are you hungry for revival? Are you hungry to see God show up in such a mighty, powerful way? Are you hungry to see had a a dream slash vision of young people dancing in the street prophetically declaring the promises of God, dancing upon injustice advancing the Lamb's agenda not looting and rioting but where streets would be filled with young people full of the spirit of God ushering in the glory into cities I know it's gonna sound crazy for you. I'm Hannah. I pray crazy. I'm here to tell you that Portland and Seattle and Minneapolis will experience revivals. They will see a move of God. I don't know if you believe this with me or not. God will have the final word. It's time to eat again. Heavenly Father right now in Sacramento and Los Angeles around the world literally. There are people that lost their appetite. They've lost their appetite for life, for holiness, for faith, for Christ, for family, for destiny, for purpose. They've lost their appetite because of the taunting spirits, the ridicule, the judgmentalism, the false accusations, the lack of understanding and comprehension from circumstances, from people, from surroundings. Lord, right now, I ask you, matter of fact, I believe you for Shalom. The spirit of Shalom where nothing is missing and nothing is broken. We speak Shalom into every person watching. Every person here, we speak your barren season is over. Your Shalom season is alive and well. Your Samuel is right around the corner. And we decree by faith in the name of Jesus that it's time to eat again. Your days of being taunted come to an end right here, right now. You're about to give birth to something amazing that will give Jesus the glory forevermore. So Lord, we thank you that the blood of Jesus forgives us. The Spirit of God fills us. The Word of God guides us. And we promise today we stand up and we eat again. The sad days are over. Today we welcome joy and peace in Jesus' name. If you believe it, can you please give God the kind of praise that let him know that you're ready to eat again. Raise your right hand and repeat after me. I'm ready to eat again. Now listen, pray. Pray in the spirit. Pray without ceasing. Pray in the name of Jesus. Pray believing. You need to pray believing. Pray Pray like a child of God. Pray. Let your prayer life be activated in Jesus' name. And walk like it's already yours. If you receive today, say amen.